0: Budgeting Basics is the name of our program that we have Kelly on as much as we can, usually every week at this time from now until the bottom of the hour. And we talk about this stuff. She has a website called Money Gal Coaching, where she gives you lots of great tips and tricks about um, how to take care of your money and your personal finances. And Kelly, I appreciate you being here again today to share some of your knowledge and things that you've learned over uh, getting out of debt the past few years. Thanks for being here. How are you today?
1: I'm doing great, Kelly, and I would argue that Chris Rock is an important topic on a daily basis just as much as our budgeting is, right? Chris Rock, haven't heard of him in forever. Did I say Chris Rock? I
0: meant to say Kid Rock. You said, I think you said Kid Rock now that you say that, actually. Either way. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I can't believe it. I, You know, our very own Cat Perkins, I'm sitting there watching this show, and I'm like, these backup singers are killing it. They are killing it. And then all of a sudden uh she, I, she steps away from the three and comes down forward and she's on the big screen. I'm like, I know her. Oh, my God, it's Kat. <laughs> I get out my phone and I said, Darren, she's in my phone. <laughs> I start texting her. <laughs> going, I know you can't answer right now, but what is happening? So I videotaped her for and sent her the video of her on stage with Kid Rock singing. And so she said she'll be on today. I'm like, you have got to tell me how this happened. It's so exciting. Uh-
1: she's so good it's nice to have those
0: minnesota legends kind of going out and having success and doing their own thing right she is tearing it up i mean she's had great success since she's been on the voice but she was great before the voice they didn't make her great she was great before that ever happened and knows how to keep it going so it's fun Um, but we want to talk about money day personal finances um the the you're gonna you're gonna laugh at me but uh, keyboards, right? I, I I have a secondary job. I play music a lot. And sometimes I have to buy equipment and it costs me money. And I really don't want to financially buy one right now, but I'm at the point where I must because I have a show coming up. And so I found one and I found one that was really within a pretty good budget range for me where I can get it paid off in a fairly reasonable amount of time. But when it comes to that, that is a hard thing to do. So I want to talk to you about trying to make those personal finance decisions.
1: Yeah, I think um, the thing that we always have to
0: ask, we have to
1: ask ourselves a few questions when we're up against taking on new debt or making a large expense uh, or, a, you know, taking on a large expense. And a lot of it just comes down to, is this something that you really want? Is this something that that will bring joy to your life, that will move the needles or something that you need, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and- and I found this really good article online um, about six questions that you could ask yourself before making a personal finance decision. And I think some of these questions are just really good reminders as we go to buy that new keyboard, or we agree to go on that girl's trip, or want to buy a new home, just just making sure that it aligns with our goals, our bigger picture, our values, and it's not just money that we're spending because we're trying to keep up with our neighbors or we feel like we have to have a certain status or we don't feel worthy if we don't have this thing, right? Mm, Exactly. And so- The first thing is, do I understand what I'm signing up for? And I think, Kelly, for your keyboard example is, do I understand all the terms? Do I know the interest rates? Do I know what my monthly payments are going to be? Am I allowed to pay that debt off early without being penalized? What happens if I miss a payment? Mm -hmm. All of those ins and outs of taking out um, either a loan or refinancing something or financing something, I think it's just really good and important to understand all the ins and outs so that we know what we're signing ourselves
0: up for. And I think it's really important when you come to the the bigger purchases to like like a home. Like, for example, when I bought my home, I knew I had a certain range where I could have my payment, what I could afford, what I, you know, where I really would be comfortable, uh, you know, with a payment. I But I was given a budget much larger than that. And I encourage people that sometimes if you're given a budget much larger and you know the payment's going to be twice as much as what you really can afford, but you may be approved for it, you may not want to be doing that. (laughs) You still got to think for yourself like, yeah, maybe I'm approved for this much, but how much of this is really going to make sense for me to spend?
1: And those numbers that we get approved for are often so inflated and because it doesn't take into account how expensive life is. And so um, it doesn't show all of those other payments that you're making every single month. And then another thing, if you really value having your home paid off by a certain time, maybe you have kids going to college or you're coming up on retirement and you want to make sure that your house is paid off and you say to yourself, I wanted to have a 20 year loan at this amount of money per month. And then you start house hunting and then you say, well, I could get this bigger house. I'd have to bump it up to a 30-year loan, but that's okay because I'd still have my monthly payment. Then we're slowly loosening the reins. We're slowly getting outside of what we valued and what our initial goals were. And we have to bring it back to the why. Why mm-hmm. did we set these parameters in the first place? Why did I say this is how much I wanted to afford in the first place so that I make sure that it fits in the bigger picture of my financial plan?
0: And I think I think you've told us this before too. You got to sit on these things. This is not a decision that has to be made overnight.
1: Exactly, and if somebody is offering you offering you something, and you they need a decision right now, and and any any part of your gut is saying. I don't know, or I just need to think, or I'm not able to make a decision right now, or I want to speak to my spouse, or I just have to check my bank account. If any of those thoughts pop into your head, the answer should be no, because Mm -hmm. you should have the amount of time that you need to assess the situation, to figure out if it works for you, to figure out if it's something you truly want. That's often, Kelly, why sometimes they say, um, when we're shopping online or whatever it is, um, put something in your shopping cart and then let it sit there for at least 24 to 48 hours, and then come back to it and say, Say, do I still need this thing? Is this thing still important to me? Because there of course are things that the answer is going to be yes, but then there are going to be the things that are like, ah, oh, that was kind of an impulse buy. I had a glass of wine or I was up yeah. shopping late and I was really annoyed at my kids. And so I thought I would buy this thing to make me feel better. And Whatever it is, those things are, that's not a place that we want to be when we're making purchases or making decisions. We really want to make sure it comes from a place of um, good intention. And then again, following our goals and dreams.
0: I think this is so interesting. You know, if you think about what would you do with money if you didn't make that purchase? Like if I could add up all the silly, stupid things that I've purchased going, why did I even buy that? I not even know why I did that. What well, I could have used that money for something that really would have made sense for me to buy.
1: Kelly, that is something that I talk to people all the time about. It's a really interesting, it's it's interesting when you flip it like that. So for example, if we are we need a new car. Um, we're, we're going through all of our options. Of course, there's like the $190 a month. There's $250 a month. They'll bring it back down to 190. If you sign up for the longer term, all of this stuff. But if I were to say to you, Hey, I'm going to give you 200 bucks a month to just do whatever you want with. Would you actually choose that car payment? And sometimes the answer is yes. We Mm -hmm. need a new car. Ours broke down like this is a life or death situation. I have to get to work. It's Mm non-negotiable. And sometimes it's like, well, if you were to give me 200 bucks, my car is probably good enough for a few more years. I'd rather do X, Y, and Z. That's where we can start flipping the script to see, is this important? Is this something I should be signing up for? Because if the answer is no, if the answer is that money wouldn't be going to buying all those small, tiny little things at Target, or it wouldn't be impulse shopping at Amazon. Ooh. It wouldn't be signing up for this new debt. Then then the question is, then why are we signing up for those things? Or why are we making those purchases? And then even the even bigger question is then what do we actually want to be using that money for? And that is what I try to get people to do all the time is just daydream and set some goals. And what do you want to accomplish in your life? Are you trying to pay off debt? Are you trying to help your kids with college? Are you trying to pay off your mortgage early? Are you trying to go on family vacations once a year? Mm -hmm. And that are, those are the things that we should be using that money to be going towards instead of these smaller smaller, more, less important items.
0: Yeah. Yep. I to, totally agree with that. I, I just had a recent experience cause I did my taxes and, um, you know, for, I, I have my self-employed income and I have my regular income, right? That's already taxed. I pay in every year, um, my self-employed income. And, um, one of the years I got behind because I bought my son a car and so I make payments on my taxes. And so this year I was making payments on two years of taxes Plus this year, I was paying for all of those. (laughs) So I Uh, got one of the years paid off. This year, I paid in. so And when I got to the end, because I had to make purchases for my business, those actually offset some things. So I actually paid enough in this year that I don't have to pay in and actually got a little bit more money back, which is also going to pay off than that last year that I owed. So I ended up paying off three years of taxes this year. I mean, Holy over 20, molly. 21 to twenty twenty-two, Um, And I think a lot of it has to do with you and I talking and me really being intentional about where I want it to go. What's it? What is it important for? Mason's car was important to me. I wanted him to have something. I wanted to help him. I didn't pay for the whole thing, but I told him I'll pay half, you pay half. And so that had set me back a little bit, but I knew that was going to happen. So I set out intentionally to do that this year. And it was a tight year, I can tell you that much, but I feel so good today knowing that I don't owe any taxes at this point.
1: And Kelly, can I ask you a question Mm -hmm. too? Do you, um, have you in the past or do you now, like what changed? Do you now set money aside every time you make money um, as a contractor, as a a 1099?
0: Do you set money aside for taxes each time you get paid? Yes, I have a savings account for that money. So every month- And was that something? Yeah, because I mean, I knew that I had to pay in and I would I would sort of like, okay, well, I'm going to throw some money over here and remember that I got to do it. But now I look at it intentionally and I see how much I make per month and I try to average it out per month what I need to put back and I pay then quarterly. So I take that money and I stick that amount and probably an extra hundred bucks in that specific account just in case, you know, the next month doesn't work out exactly the way I want it to.
1: Kelly, that's so great. It's something that, um, I also have some side jobs that we've always talked about. You and I are just like the queen of hustles, right? <laughs> and I, I always, no matter what, when I get paid 15 to 20% automatically goes into a savings account. I don't even look at it. And Smart. and that way I'm, I'm saving that money off of what I make. Um, because if I make $0 that month and I'm not going to put any money towards taxes and I didn't make anything, but if I made a lot of money that month, 20% of it, as painful as that is, goes into a side account for those quarterly taxes because nothing is worse. And the amount of people that I work with that have a tax bill that they're making payments on is so sad because that is not something that I think anybody would put on their list of things that they want their money to go towards, right? Even though you have a tight ear and you, but you caught up the amount of um, relief and Yeah, stress reduction that you're going to have and knowing that you are at least now up to date and you can just have more of that
0: money because you're not making those monthly payments is going to be huge huge yep and i and of course i still have to remember i'm already four months into this year so that money's still going back so i can make that payment here now at the end of this month so that's so great. Well, Kelly, you've got your website up uh, moneygalcoaching.com where people can learn more, they can sign up for classes, they can get free um, free information. Anything else you want to tell people before we go? We got 30 seconds.
1: There is a brand new freebie out there. So the 90 day expense planner is off the website. If you didn't get your chance to get it, um, let me know and I will give it to you. Otherwise, the new ditch debt bundle is on the website. It's five free tools to help you get out of debt and create your budget. So go
0: ahead and check it out. All right, Kelly, thanks so much. Kelly Showstrom, for our budgeting basics program. If you have questions for Kelly for next week's show, please send them to me. We'll get her to answer those. Kelly at WJON.com.